This week we take a look at the year ahead and all the new attractions expected to open in 2021. From Tampa, Florida, this is Sunshine State of Mind. Hello and welcome to Sunshine State of Mind, the podcast where we talk about everything fun under the Florida sun. Whether that's the theme parks and local attractions, beaches and hidden gems, events, reviews, reports, and rankings to help you get the most out of your time in Florida. Whether you're on vacation or a permanent tourist like us. Sunshine State of Mind is brought to you by SunshineStateInsider.com, your resource for Florida travel news, tips, and reviews. And SunshineStateShirts.com, where you can find fun Florida apparel and more. I'm Andy. And I'm Shannon. Welcome to Sunshine State of Mind. How are you doing this fine evening, Shannon? I'm good. How did, are you? Did you enjoy our trip to Disney Springs over the weekend? I did. That was, um, it was a good time. I, you didn't want to go? I almost didn't want to go. We went to Disney Springs on Sunday uh, because <laughs> we haven't been to Disney property in a while. And we wanted to do something, and you wanted to go pin trading and Pokemon hunting. Right. And Yes, I am a dork. We were between a few places. We said, let's either go back to the St. Pete Pier, let's go down to downtown Tampa and do the Riverwalk, or let's go out to Disney Springs. Right. And I was kind of on Team Riverwalk, and you're like, let's go to Disney Springs. And then I, right as we're heading out the door, I'm like, I don't know if I feel like going, just because I didn't feel like the drive out there. Here's a preview of Andy, okay? We... We talk about it. He says, let's let's take the kids to the St. Pete Pier. They didn't go last time with us. Okay, that sounds great. Changed my mind the last 15, second. 10, 15 minutes later. I don't want to go to the St. Pete Pier. Okay. How about the, the downtown Tampa River Rock? Okay, that sounds good. And then, uh, did I think it's Disney Springs? You thought it was Disney The reason I didn't want to go to the pier, and I love the pier, it was kind of a cold, gray, windy day. And I'm like, if we're going to be outdoors in the pier, it didn't seem like the best day for that. Disney it Springs, it, it can be... That, it wasn't that dreary. Well, it was kind of... It was a little chilly, and it wasn't... It was actually a very beautiful it, day. It didn't feel like the kind of day where all the people would be out, and there'd be boats on the water, and it didn't feel like the picture-perfect day that I wanted to take okay. them on if it's their first time there. They'd... If, you know, you know how it is with the kids. When you want to take them somewhere, sometimes you have to... It's like pulling teeth. It's like you got to drag them with. Right. And I wanted them to, you know take them there for the first time and be like oh this is really cool look look at all the people playing music and the yeah. boats on the water and the nice beautiful day i didn't want them it's to very be... possible it'll be like that and they'll still not think Where? it's cool because they're tweens a, they're a teenager and an almost teenager yeah they're becoming um, to the point where i want to uh get my money back <laughs> get the receipt but um so yeah so so you were like okay we can do the river walk then i thought of disney springs and you were like yeah let's do that the kids were like, "Yes, let's do that." Everyone's on board. We're wa- we everybody gets ready. We're walking out the door. We got our pens, and Andy says, "I don't want to go." <laughs> I did. <laughs> I, well, and I was like, "Okay, you stay here. We're going." Because <laughs> at that point, I was just whatever. We everybody was so excited, and you were like, "No." <laughs> then two seconds later, I changed my mind. But I just wasn't really feeling like the drive on I four that day. But it was no traffic at all. And we got out there like in record time. I wish it was like that all the time. Probably because like there was very little Disney traffic right now. Or right, no, know. it was it was you know a straight shot. We got there in just a little over an hour. It's always that Haines City Champions Gate area that's always just it's stupid backed up all the time. The past I don't... couple of times we've gone though, there have been no, there's been no traffic. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. Um, so yeah, it hasn't been bad. And actually, I got a text from one of my friends today, and she sent me a bunch of the of the wait times for Animal Kingdom and Epcot. And she was like, why aren't we there? I know. <laughs> it was like five minutes, 20 minutes for like um, Flight of Passage. Uh, yeah. it's Yeah, we saw Flight of Passage. Was it five minutes the last time we were out there? And I couldn't believe it. I took a picture of it for posterity because you'll <laughs> never see it that low again. I know. I know. And she actually has passes. So I was like, you should go. Why don't you go? And she was, of course, she was working. So... She couldn't, but um, yeah, I, I'm. I gotta say, I'm. I'm missing it a bit. Yeah, we let our passes lapse. We're taking it a little. Bit, I am missing it a little bit too. But we're taking a little bit of a Disney break because we we renewed our passes what two years in a row. I want to say we did. Yes. And right now, um, 
things were, you know, it's not, not it's not the best time. It's not quite the same. So we're going to kind of take a break. We might explore no promises, but knock on wood. We might explore universal passes maybe this year. And they have a pretty good deal right now in case anybody is uh, interested in that. I believe it's Florida residents right now get three months free when you buy a full year so you get the you get 15 months for the price of 12 so and uh disney also has a good deal right now it's um for florida residents it's 50 dollars a day for a four-day pass so 200 dollars basically for a four-day pass um which is is a good deal 50 you bucks know? a day yeah you, typically it's 100 bucks a day to at go least to it's like 120 i yeah. think for a one-day pass but yeah, we thought let's wait about a year because there's a lot of stuff that's being built. And when we go back, there'll be a whole bunch of new stuff. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, the 2021 preview, kind of lo- talking about all the new stuff that is expected to be opening this year across uh, not just the theme parks, but a couple other attractions too. That uh, Some of these were supposed to open last year and they were delayed and mm-hmm. pushed into 2021. And even... Hopefully they will open this yeah <laughs> even some of the 2021 stuff we're gonna say this right up front no promises that yeah this it'll is happen. because no, there's no 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 one knows right things are in flux but this is as of right now the list of stuff that's supposed to open up and i'm, I'm gonna go through the list and, and i will say too that i did absolutely no preparation on this and i haven't this is not my list so i'm i'm purely the the color girl, the response. That's <laughs> kind of the best, though. You get a raw, <laughs> off the cuff. Uh... Right. Yeah. So I have no idea what's on this list. I. Um... You probably know. You probably know half the list without even knowing it. I don't know. I um, my brain is kind of fried. So I, I, if you asked me to name one thing, I probably couldn't right now. All right. But um, but I don't have to because you have the list. I have the list. <laughs> Before we get into the list, we'd like to uh, talk about a couple ways to. Support the show. S- support the show. Yes. Um, first and foremost, uh, thank you to everyone who's been telling their friends. And, you know, we've been doing this for a couple of years now, but it's always great to get new listeners. So, yes. Thank if you. All of you can tell one other person, that would be awesome. But, that would uh, be awesome. A couple more ways to support the show are through our Amazon affiliate link, which is on our website. If you click on our website, Sunshine State Podcast, click on that banner on the right. Anything you purchase after that, they throw us a couple of bucks. And, um, and if you don't know how to do that, um, I created a little tutorial video that is on, I think it's pinned to the top of our Facebook and our Twitter. It is. Uh, maybe not Twitter yet. I'll, I'll, I'll pin it to Twitter, but Facebook for sure. Um, so if you don't know how to do it, that's a really, I, I created a tutorial to make it really easy. Like basically creates an app on your phone that, so it's easy to get to and you don't have to do any work for it. And the link is always going to be in the show notes too. So if you always click through, I like to put our Amazon uh, purchase of the week in the show notes Yeah, because it's kind of fun. And this week, because it's a new year, yeah, there are people that still use calendars. Yes. Um, thank you to whoever it was who bought the Pooping Pooches 2021 uh, White Elephant Gag Gift Calendar. And this is exactly what it sounds like. It's a, a picture of dogs pooping. A calendar of every month has a different dog pooping so thank you very much and uh, we'll put a link to that in the show notes one more way to support the show is uh, through patreon now we've had a patreon up for a little bit a little while but we honestly have done almost nothing to promote it and it's kind of something i've put up there and sort of forgotten about and i decided to kind of simplify it i took some of the tiers down and all i left up there right now is what i call the tip jar so if uh anybody wants to click through to uh again through our website there's a patreon link or patreon.com slash sunshine state podcast we have a little tip jar on there if anybody would like to uh join that it's just a buck a month to support the show just kind of say hey thanks guys if the show is worth a buck a month which is what the cost of a a snickers bar snickers bar at dollar general (laughs) yeah um we the cost of a of a 20 ounce coke and some of the coke machines (laughs) in this day and age probably even more than that but (laughs) less than the price of a coke so if the show is worth a buck a month to you guys uh we would super appreciate anybody clicking through and joining that and um that would be amazing say thank you before we were giving out like postcards and little videos and stuff but it was just kind of it was clunky yeah decided to make it simple this is simple basically if you appreciate us which i mean we know you appreciate us but i mean if you if you want to show us just a quick dollar would be awesome show us some love (laughs) all right so let's talk about 2021 uh there's a few things opening like we said there are you know this is still kind of a fluid situation because a lot of the parks they've had stuff they were supposed to open in 2020 and then they didn't they were holding on to it because they wanted to make a big splash with it and attract people and a lot of times parks come up with these you know, multi-million dollar rides that they put a lot of time and 
years and years and time and money into and they want to have a big marketing push and say hey come ride the new thing and last year they couldn't really do that so they're kind of waiting um before we get into 2021 though i have a a list of about three things that opened really late this year that we haven't really talked about yet okay so we can get through that we'll kind of call these the honorary 2021s because they just opened within the last month or two so uh we've already talked about this one snowcat ridge in dade city this is florida this is kind of a really weird quirky one it's but it, is it open? I thought it closed. It opened. Okay, so Snowcat Ridge, it kind of opened to some bad press. This is Florida's first snow park, and Alpine Snow Park, they call it. It's what exactly what it sounds like. It's an yeah, actual... It's a tubing. It's, it's snow, a tubing it's place. It's a snow tubing place. They've made their own like snow they concoction. They figured out a way to do it. It's it op- magic. <laughs> it was open for about a week, and then it was immediately shut down. Because of permits or For something. some code violations. Um Nothing regarding the snow or the hill. I guess they had a lot of like, I don't know. They probably just didn't pull a permit. You know, it was probably something like paperwork. Permitting. And I saw some pictures, though, that looked kind of like they did some. Sketchy. Some sketchy electrical work. Oh, dear. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. the permit, you know, the inspectors kind of pulled their permit. They fixed it and they've been open again. That, That was about a month ago. They were they were down for about a week. They're advertising the heck out of this, at least. Billboard I've seen wise. billboards. Yeah, yeah I, everywhere on all the interstates, I've, I've seen about five or six billboards for this thing. So, kind of weird. But if you want to go snow tubing in Florida, you can do that at Snowcat Ridge in Dade City. It's um, it's like kind of northish of Tampa, a little north of Tampa. It's at the same area where they do ho- uh, Scream Again every year. Yes. And, and it we've is. We've talked about that one before. We've talked about that. Scream Again. You went to Scream Again. No, I meant we've talked about Snowcat Ridge. We have. We, we've mentioned it because um, it's so weird. A snow park in Florida. It's like. Yeah. The they use like this. It's not like, from what I understand, it's not the same kind of snow. They don't just put water in a machine and shoot it out like they do at a sled hill, a sledding, a skiing place rather. It's not bubbles. It's like a <laughs> yeah, no, no, not like the fake snow that you see right. at Christmas time. No, it's uh, they say it's some sort of proprietary snow-like concoction that uh, mm-hmm. they created to survive okay. Florida. I guess they have a place like this in Atlanta too, and, it, and it's done fine, and their weather isn't much you know, colder than here. So, all right. Uh, it's 28 bucks for two hours okay. r- starting. That's the starting price. So one more thing, two more things. Uh, this is actually, I don't know if I'd call this an attraction, but I think it's much needed. Uh, Drifters out uh, bike sharing program just opened in St. Augustine. So, you know, those bike oh, sharing where you yeah. can. The Saint parking Aug- in St. Augustine is a nightmare. It is. So when I saw there was a bike sharing program in yeah, St. Augustine, that's, that's huge because what a great way to see the town. Absolutely. Yeah. That's um, a great idea. We've done some bike sh- They've got them, obviously. I think they've, they've got them in Miami because we've done them there. And that felt, man. Sketchy. Not sketchy with the bikes, <laughs> but there was just so much traffic No, the around. bikes were fine. It was just that I felt like we were going to get hit by a car. It wasn't the most bike-friendly city. No, yeah. Uh, Miami, uh, Tampa has them too, but I feel, I feel like St. Augustine would be a more bike-friendly town, It's though. way not car-friendly. Yeah, so, and I feel like there, are, while there are a ton of cars because there's like a ton of cars on the uh, like there's tons of street parking and kind of on the perimeter lot, though of the right. old town not in the middle of but it but i kind of feel like you can't really drive fast through st augustine because there's so many cars parked on each side of the road and you know i just it's just kind of a quaint little like it seems like it may be a little friendlier to bike friendly to bike it's, well any old town like in europe and stuff cities that are older than cars they weren't made for cars st augustine was made for right people and horses so well i mean they've upgraded their roads they but. have but i mean they, re- <laughs> they have they've mentioned it they've managed that the old you know the old part of town is still right. very t- uh, pedestrian-ish so I thought that was great because yeah, St. Augustine, would, this would be the great, I didn't probably know one of the best cities to do this in. 28 bucks for $28 for a 24-hour period, so you can rent one for a whole day and then oh, park okay. them. $38 for two. And there's four stations right now. They've got two near the beach, so you go over the bridge onto Anastasia Island. There's two stations there. There's one right near the, the fort, mm-hmm. the Castillo, and then one on uh, King Street, so right in the middle of Old Town. So they're all in pretty convenient locations. So... Next time we go out to St. Augustine, I would like to check that out. Now, we've talked about maybe going, we, we didn't go this year because we were sort of limiting travel, but next year, we really, we were just talking about this, really want to get out there and see the Christmas lights that they do. St. Augustine it's famous. has the famous Christmas light sh- um, And we've display. never been there. The whole so city just goes wild. Go. And this one kind of slid under the radar a little bit. I didn't know about this. Um, 
Skyview Miami. Miami just put up their own version of a giant uh, pinwheel. Merry go Ferris wheel. <laughs> Merry go round. <laughs> I had to do the hand motion. What do you call it? Merry ground. I almost said merry ground. Ferris wheel. Giant Ferris wheel. They've got their own two hundred foot Ferris wheel right down on the waterfront there, kind of near the cruise port, near Bayside Marketplace. That's cool. Um, there are forty two. This is two hundred feet high. Forty two completely enclosed climate controlled gondolas. Give you a unparalleled view of Biscayne Bay, Bayfront Park, and the iconic downtown Miami skyline. Wow, um, that's fun. There's a couple of them that have a couple of VIP gondolas have leather bucket seats, a custom LED light show, and a glass bottom floor, so you can oh wow float that over sounds it. Fancy. And um, depending on the price, because those th- ten things tend to be a little pricey. They I, are. I feel a like pricey. they should have a bartender in there with you know drinks included. The one in Vegas does have that. There's, oh, really? there's a couple of gondolas where there's a bar in the. I bet those are really expensive. In the yeah, there's only two of them, and I think it, it is fairly expensive. But from what I remember reading, it's unlimited drinks for the duration of the ride. So as long as you can just yeah, keep pounding start, them, yeah. <laughs> make it worth your while. <laughs> this ride is only twelve to fifteen minutes, and it's seventeen bucks a person. Kids under four are free, but there are discounts for seniors and military. So. Okay, yeah. I, for a fifteen-minute ride, that just seems like a little, a little steep to me. But seventeen bucks, you know, if you're a local, you probably won't do it. But if you're on a cruise, it's right near yeah, the cruise port. You're in spend m- money in spending sp- mode. Whenever you're on vacation, money. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. It as doesn't much. matter. <laughs> Remember last There's, year? Cost is no object. We went to Gatlinburg and we spent twenty bucks a person to walk on that little bridge thing. Remember that? Yeah, but that had just opened and everybody was talking about it, and it was like, can we really go and not do that? You know, like it was. It seemed like the thing to do at that point. Yeah. I'm glad we did it. Yeah, I am too. Yeah, it was I mean, fun. You're on vacation, you know? All right. So that's the stuff that just opened. Okay. Uh, coming soon for 2021. Now yes. you're sitting here going, I can't think of what's on this how list. Long, how many things are on the list? A handful. Now, a lot of these were supposed so to open last five? year. Uh, a handful-ish, give or take. So, Okay. All right. Like like we said, a lot of these. I like to open. know how many I'm going to be experiencing because if it's like some of your lists are like thirty things long, and I'm, I'm like, oh, I got to buckle in for this, you know. <laughs> Put on your big girl pants and <laughs> yeah. wait for me to get through the list. Right, but a handful, and you know that implies five. So, um, so I'm assuming it's close to five. Well, 2020 was a bit of an asterisk year. Asterisk. Asterisk. When mm-hmm. it comes to travel, and so a lot of this stuff that has been kind of carried over from last year. We probably yeah. even mentioned a lot of this last year. I know we did a 2020 preview, and we're probably going to repeat a bunch of stuff because it didn't open in 2020. Right. And um, a lot of stuff that was supposed to open is either delayed or got canceled. So, all right. Uh, Iron Gwazi at Busch Gardens. That is finally going to open this spring. Oh, really? Yeah, this was the... It's done, right? It's, it's done. Just they They've, just haven't opened it. They finished building it, I want to say, like a week before COVID hit and they closed Oof. the parks. Woof. It's been sitting there <laughs> finished. Now, this is going to be... Um, well, I guess it's, it is technical because it is open, but North America's largest, tallest, fastest hybrid coaster. So this right. is going to be like a... It's wood and metal. It's got a wood structure, but has like a, a steel, uh, steel smooth track. track. So mm-hmm. it looks like a wooden coaster, but rides like a steel which i don't really get because like even the wooden coasters had a steel track yeah i don't know the whole but <laughs> so these were able to loop and do I things i don't completely understand that but um but i always liked quasi i was one of the few people that did like i did Gwazi. not like quasi so i am looking forward to seeing what iron quasi brings for sure quasi always left me just feeling like i had just done three rounds with you know it, it, prime mike tyson <laughs> it, did it make you feel like the um in um the what is it a great big beautiful tomorrow what's the carousel of progress when the girls on the the, on the little shaky, shaky thingy, thing uh, way worse than that <laughs> i would come off telling people i'm i'm tasting colors and seeing sounds after that ride i mean i would like have to check myself for bruises after that thing now i know some people love that i like a rough coaster where it makes me feel like hey i'm on a roller coaster but that thing was just a little i think big thunder has a little bit of that they have a, a little bit of the rough oh, yeah, yeah i dig that i yeah. dig that they do they did a good job with that so iron quasi bush Gardens finally opening, and they converted the old Guazi into Did this. Did you tell, tell us the date? Spring. Oh, all I have is spring. Yeah, most okay. of these dates are kind of nothing. Nothing here has a firm date. I know the last roller coaster that they opened, Tigris. That's what it's called, right? 
Yeah. They just opened it like randomly. Like it might open soon and then it's open. They just right, promoted right. it. Yeah, yeah. So. Okay. Um, yeah, that'll be fun. The next roller coaster, uh, Icebreaker at SeaWorld. This is their, uh, it was, again, supposed to open last year. Now it's going to be opening this year. This is their Arctic-themed roller coaster that has four launches, a 93-foot-tall beyond vertical 100-degree spikes. So I no, guess you go up. No, thank you. That sounds fun. <laughs> I'm way more excited about. That's like beyond what, like, Sheikra is, right? Well, Iron Gwazi has a 91-degree first drop. So Oof. you're kind Ugh. of going in on yourself a little bit. The, the spike, I think, means you're just kind of going upward. I'm doing like a hand motion that nobody can see, but yeah. for you. And then you go back yeah, down. Yeah, that's, that's a little rough for me. I, I don't know. I don't know. And um, just for the, I just have to say this for the record because I know, like, I've noticed that I've been saying this a lot and I say it to the kids. The kids say it too. Like, anytime something is like, like, wow, like, n- you say like, woof. Woof, yeah. That's your thing and ever since you've been watching been Good Place. Good, Again. The good Place. And so I just so you guys know, that's where I get it. I get it from The Good Place. Like, it's I've like, been hearing a lot lately, though. You're if, not the only one. I hear like, I see woof all the time. If something's like bad or something like is like not not your not your bag or someone says something that you're like, oh, man, that's that's rough, you know. Woof, that's the response. So that's my new thing. Woof. Woof. It's kind of like oof. But woof. It's like it's like a sound of disapproval. <laughs> yeah. Woof. Yeah. Or it's a sound of like, sorry, this I like to talk about this kind of stuff, but or it's a sound of like, um, like, oh, it's done. Like that's that's in the dog. That's the dogs. You know, like that's that's the word. Like that's what you're what you're going with. Like you know, it's woof. yeah. That's the, just you know, you're you're in the dogs. You know, <laughs> the dredges now. Woof. Like there's this one scene where like Chidi asks um, Eleanor for advice on his paper, and she's like, "You're asking me, woof, <laughs> <laughs> woof. You yeah. must be really desperate, right? <laughs> Would you woof the Jurassic World Velocicoaster at Universal Islands Adventure? Is there a 91 degree drop? Uh, there is an <laughs> 155 foot 80 degree. Drop. Yes, there is a drop. Of course, there's a drop. It's no, a big I, roller coaster. I said, is there a 91 degree? Drop? It's 80 degrees. I can do 80 degrees. They call it a top hat. It's sort of like a I thing can do where it goes up too. and then I it goes down. I just don't like it. Uh, 4,700 feet of. Tra- this is supposed to open in the summer, Velocicoaster, which looks awesome. I've been watching the uh, renderings of it, and yeah. I, Iron Gwazi uh, might be the coaster I'm the most looking forward to, but this one, man, because it's just. It has like theming in it, too. Um, and it's huge. When you look at Universal Islands Adventure now, it's going to like dominate the skyline. Um, so, am I the only one though that like? I don't. I don't know why. I guess it's because of dinosaur and Animal Kingdom. But when I, you say Velociraptor, I think Disney. Velocicoaster. Velocicoaster, whatever. Um, but it's a I good know, name. It's a really great name. Veloc- that, like Velocity and Coaster. It's a great yeah, name. It is a great name. It is because you're thinking of Velociraptor. Right. Yeah. It's a great name. Um, Iron Gwazi, I don't think is a good name. Wait, what's the name of it? Velocicoaster. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you're thinking of a Velociraptor. Velociraptor and, and Velocity. Velocity. Yeah, right. it's a great name. Um, so Icebreaker is kind of six flagsy. I know Universal is has Jurassic Park, obviously. Yeah. You know, so that that makes total sense. But I don't know why I just keep thinking Disney for that one. So. But that's great. I'm looking forward to it. I think that would be really fun. So they're still going to keep their Jurassic Park water ride, too. The water though, right? ride is there, yeah. Okay. Uh, that's that's there for... I, well, the one out in California has been kind of changed. But there I, there was you know rumors because they changed the one out there to Jurassic World that they were going to redo this one. It hasn't happened yet. They've added this coaster. So I kind of like keeping it Jurassic Park. I agree. Keep it I don't to the original. Change, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. change it to Jurassic World because the original is Jurassic Park. This ride, this Velocicoaster, is themed to Jurassic World, but the old. That's fine. Yeah, I like that. So I mean, they can have parts that are themed to Jurassic World, but as long as the the section of the park is still keep it to Jurassic the OG, World. the yeah, OG yeah, yeah, franchise, absolutely. right? All right, so that's opening this summer finally, and that'll have a man. They're gonna have a nice little lineup of rides there. We still have not yet been out there since the Hagrid. Um, no, we motorcycle haven't. We're really overdue. I, I I hope that we will get out there at some point this year. I think, and obviously, you know, our our kind of philosophy is if we're going to go to a park once, we might as well get the passes. Because if you go once, you almost are paying for your passes right then and there. 
especially for Universal. Disney is a little bit more, obviously, but but for Universal, you can basically go for a day. Yeah, Universal is and a little bit more, quite a bit less expensive. I also just one of the reasons I like getting passes because I like to have the flexibility to just go for like an hour or two and leave, like. Well, we don't usually go for just an hour or two because that's a long drive. Especially well, say you Universal. go and the weather is like, bad. For you us, can just, eh. Disney is an hour away, but Universal is an hour and a half away. And that like extra half hour is a lot. Like I know it seems like it's not, but it's like, oh, that's that's tough. You know, well, that's, yeah, that's Disney's a bigger. On, Disney's on and the western you have to go side. Through Orlando traffic. Right. And yeah, that so. corridor of I've said this before, the corridor between Disney and Universal is the worst drivers on the planet. Woof. Woof. <laughs> you got so many people from out of state, people who aren't used to even driving on the right side of the road. Oh, yeah, absolutely. People looking at their phones to figure out where they're going. Yeah. People are driving rental cars. Yeah, making worst. U-turns where it says no U-turn. I've seen people do I've seen people do U-turns on like International Drive from the right lane, like cutting yeah. across all lanes yeah. of traffic to do a U-turn. Like yeah. Wow. It's not their favorite way. <laughs> it's not my favorite way. Um, okay, this is this is one that is supposed to open in 2021. We will see. Okay. Uh, Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. Do you know what this is? No. This is the Star Wars themed hotel that's opening oh, up Disney World. Okay. I did. Uh, Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser sounds like a ride. It does, it does sound not, like a ride. It does not sound like a hotel. I knew about the hotel when I read uh, when I read the name Star Cruiser. I'm like, wait, what is that? Oh, that's the new hotel. I didn't know it had a, t- a title. I guess it's like a maybe like a cruise line almost because I know it's like very all inclusive. It's like, an all inclusive. You go there, you're immersed, you stay there. You know. It's funny that you say cruise line because that's kind of exactly what they're comparing this to. They're saying this is almost like a Disney cruise with a Star Wars theme where you don't actually go anywhere. Yeah. It's a self-contained experience in the hotel, and then you do leave to go to. The park. The park. <laughs> right. Um, I'm going to read the description because the description, this is kind of like their words. It sounds awesome. Yeah. And then if I'm going to. you're gonna, a Star Wars nerd. And, and then I'm. Which we are. <laughs> a very, very wealthy Star Wars nerd. <laughs> because let me get to the price. Okay. Um, Do the description first. All right. Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser Resort will put guests in the center of an interactive adventure that they control. Uh, this is not my words, but I'm going to read it anyway. Uh, think of this as a hybrid between a live-action role-playing game and an all-inclusive resort, hands-on enrichment through entertainment experience of the Disney Institute. Mm-hmm. Um, well, go ahead. Were you going to say yeah, something? Yeah, I was like, mm-hmm. just because I know I've heard like you go and it's like you're immersed in the world of Star Wars. Like they treat you like you're in the world of Star Wars. Like you're wearing the costumes and you get a costume, costume to wear. Yeah. So you're not wearing your normal jeans and your shorts right, and your t-shirt. Right. They give you a Star Wars clothes. They give you a star. I believe you have to wear your hair in two different buns. You have to wear the, you have to wear the Cinnabons <laughs> on your hair. I believe you have to have the feathered Luke Skywalker Absolutely. hair from the seventies. I think they even give you a Star Wars name. Oh, so really? instead of Shannon, you'd be Nonash L Solo or whatever. <laughs> no I don't, <laughs> um, for like those couple of days. Nonash is the name that somebody in our past yeah. called me because it's kind of Shannon yeah. backwards, but it's not. <laughs> they probably pull up one of those. Have you ever seen those name? What's your Star Wars name generators? And it's yeah, always it's some, like symbols though, right. right? Isn't it? Like they use the Star Wars language, which is symbols that you can't read anyway. You have to use your translator on your phone. Maybe they do that. They give you like a little name tag and they give you a name. I don't know. Probably. Like if you look at the name tags of the, everyone in Galaxy's Edge, they have their regular name oh, and, and then, then their, na- their name like in the Star Wars language too. Like the subtitled version Correct. of it. Correct. Yeah. Um, the adventure begins. Sorry. I'm just going to keep no, going. No, keep going. Keep going. The adventure begins when guests arrive at the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser Terminal at Walt Disney World and check in for their two night experience. It's only two days. Two nights. Guests will then enter a launch pod. So you can't stay late longer. It's two days for everybody. Okay, go ahead. Uh, guests will then enter a launch pod for transport into space. Through windows, they'll see themselves leave Florida behind, jumping into hyperspace, awesome. and drawing closer to the, the Halcyon. So it's like, it's like um, um, what's the name of the ride that I can't Star know? Tours? No, it's like, it's like, um, <sighs> uh, what Gal- is- uh, <laughs> the one at Galaxy's Edge? Um, yeah, what's it called? Ra- Rise, Rise of Resistance. resistance. Yeah, you. probably you get you jump into something like that. Yeah, like with it's your bags. A, it's a transport. Right. 
So they, they put a ride into it right seeing, at the start. Yeah, you're seeing you leave Earth just like in Rise of the Resistance. Yeah, you don't just walk into the hotel and you pretend you're on a ship. They actually fly you to like a large awesome. cruiser. Uh, through windows, you'll see yourselves leave Florida, jumping into hyperspace and drawing closer to the ship. They call it the Halcyon. I think hope I'm pronouncing that right. It sounds, I keep seeing it, that word. Yeah. H-A-L-C-E-O-N? C-Y-O-N. C-Y-O-N, okay. The, which is the star cruiser they'll call home for the next two nights. When the launch pod docks with a Halcyon and the airlock opens, guests will step into the ship's main deck atrium and begin their journey through the galaxy far far away a visit aboard man this is expensive (laughs) i know wait uh. like even like just talking about it it's like wow i mean i will say though that like it's not i I can only imagine how expensive it is and i know you're going to tell us but it's an like it's a full like immersive like role-playing experience where everyone is treating you like like if if this was Harry Potter, oh my God, my mind would be blown. I'd be saving up my money like forever. Like you get to live in Hogwarts for yes. the day? Yes. Oh my God. What if it was Azkaban Prison and they put those pajamas they, on you and they, they could, locked you in a cage oh, for Oh, that would nights. be terrible. But if they could figure out a way that you could actually do magic too, like I know you can't really do magic, but I mean like figuring out like through technology, like some kind of way that it makes you makes you feel like you are doing magic, you know? Oh my gosh! Sorry, I'm going off on a tangent, but that that would just be so cool. <laughs> hey, maybe Disney, maybe Universe. I mean, both the parks always kind of like one up each other. Yeah, it could it could happen. I know that would be awesome. There could be some kind of Harry Potter hotel. Uh, where was I? I don't know. Sorry, that's okay. A visit aboard the Halcyon becomes a multi-day story, multi-day story that interweaves. With members of the crew, other passengers, familiar Star Wars characters, and, and an excursion to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disney's Hollywood Studios. So you're kind of... Inter- I wonder, does it include like fast passes or like, you know, uh, I would lines? hope so. I would hope so. <laughs> you're like, based on the price. When do we get the price? I hope they give you full run of everything. I mean... <laughs> you, have, you get to run the park for a day. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, they... Well, okay. So they do do that like VIP tour that you can pay like a thousand bucks a person for or a group for. I don't think it's a thousand dollars a person. Maybe no, it is. I think it's I think it's a thousand dollars for a group of ten. I think is what it was. That's a good deal actually if you really think about it. If you get a couple of families if that's yeah. the right price. But then you get all no, the No, but fast you have passes. to pay for the pro- pay for the entry to the park too. Right. That's oh, on top of on the top park of it. Entry. Yeah. Um the thing about that this though if they did that, it would kind of break the immersion. Like, oh we were at Star Wars Galaxy, this is we're living Star Wars world and now all of a sudden we're and hopping on Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. You know? Um, well, that's not Galaxy's Edge. Though. No, but I'm saying if you took if they took you on the tour, if you got the tour of like the yeah. VIP experience to all the parks, I gotcha. You're leaving Star Wars World and you're going into Magic Kingdom. Might be if if they want to take immersion seriously, they wouldn't do that. But okay, moving yeah. right along. They're, all right, during their all immersive experience aboard the Halcyon, this is the only one I'm going to read the whole description for because it's kind of wild. Uh, during their all-immersive experience aboard the Halcyon, guests will be invited to delve deeper into their personal adventures by participating in onboard activities, interacting with characters, crew, other passengers they meet, and becoming part of the action. Some of the activities will include wielding a lightsaber and facing off against a training remote. I'm dying to know how they do that. They're that gonna have some awesome. Maybe a drone or something? Visiting the Star Cruiser's bridge to learn about the ship's systems and how they operate them, and operating the Star Cruiser's navigation and defense system skills that will come in handy during a journey through this adventure-filled galaxy. So it sounds like you're on board, you're eating lunch, and then the ship is being attacked by TIE fighters, and they you man the stations, and you're fighting. Wow. I mean, it sounds like it's a two-day just immersive craziness. Right. An all-inclusive cruise aboard that you don't go anywhere. Yeah, that sounds great. Um, pricing is not confirmed, but is expected to start at around... I'm pointing at you. What do you think? I'm, I'm going to say five grand. A little less than that, three thousand dollars per per person, three grand per person for a two day thing. So, a family of four, you're looking at twelve, 12 grand, grand for a two night experience. Yeah, Yikes! I, I'm, woof. woof. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it wasn't just two days, I could like, you know what I mean? A if cruise it was like, isn't even that much. For five, if it was like, what's a five thousand dollar? What's a seven day Disney cruise cost? Like five grand. So that's seven days, and you're on a ship, and you're going places. This right. is two nights, and you're in Orlando. If it wasn't just two nights, I could totally see getting behind it. But, um, but man, two nights is over like that. You know, right. it's over so quick, and then. And then you're out twelve grand. <laughs> the thing is, it sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. I just wonder how big a demographic 
that that how many people have I think more people have more money than we think they do. <laughs> I know, but how and many And I think more people will go into debt over stupid things. Not stupid. Like, this. like it's not stupid. It's amazing. It's a probably a very cool life experience, but um but I mean, we wouldn't we wouldn't go into debt for it. You know no, what I mean? Like no. we would if if it was that important to us, we'd save up and we'd, you know, figure out a way to do it, but um but yeah, I I, I think that I don't know. It seems to me like how many people are going to pay three grand for tuna experience for per person plus are such big Star Wars geeks are going to put on the clothes, change the name for two days, do all these activities. It sounds awesome. I would do this tomorrow <laughs> if they asked me. I don't think I'd pay three grand for it unless right. I had so much money. To, you know, whatever. Who cares? Just spend it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's all about how much money you have. Like if you it's supply and demand, if you got tons of money, you got no well, problem. Supply and it. demand. If this thing is. It'll go down as in popular, price. or it may be up if it's so popular because right. of a long waiting list. I honestly, I believe that. I mean, think about, think about what people spend just on a trip to Disney already. Right. You know what I mean? I like, don't know how people do it. I see I don't people come down, and I don't either. Yeah. You know, I mean, we're fortunate to live right up the street. The only ra- way we can do it is because they have a monthly payment yeah. plan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I don't know. It's crazy. It is wild. Um, so that's supposed to open this year. It wouldn't surprise me if it gets pushed back because they want to wait for the economy to kind of get a little bit better and wait for COVID to do- go down because it is going to be a small hotel. It's all going to be enclosed. You're all going to be kind of yeah. sharing tight and areas. The, the um, capacity is going to have to go way down. And you may not. They may not want to open it when the experience is only halfway there. So yeah, we'll see. I can see that. Um, now moving on along to, uh, to Epcot. If you want to do the space experience, go to space and spend a heck of a lot less money and only go for a day. Uh, Space 220, this is Epcot's newest restaurant, is supposed to open this year. Where is this? This is tucked right between Mission Space and Test Track. Okay. It's a space-themed restaurant where you take a space elevator. I don't think I knew about this. Up, and you basically, it's a it's a dining experience. It's a restaurant on a, on a space station. Okay. So you hop on a little thing. I've heard little bits and pieces about this, but it hasn't really but been super on my radar. it makes you feel like you're in radar. space while you're eating. Yeah, you're looking out windows. You see Earth below. You see people you know, doing cool. stuff outside. What I'm I, the the pictures of it, the renderings look really cool. Like if you when you look at the pictures of the way it, it looks, yeah, um, looks great. Looks really really neat. So look that up. What I'm imagining is the way it's probably gonna look to what I feel like it's probably gonna look like because they're so good at making things look really real now. Mm-hmm. You know when you in Rise of the Resistance when you walk out of the ship and all those stormtroopers are there and you see space out yeah. there and it looks really real. Right. Yeah. I'm picturing something like that where it's you're gonna see space out there with you know that'd be awesome the space shuttle flying by and Earth below. I hope it's not like the cheesy Epcot look. You know what I mean? I know Epcot has a look that they're kind of going with which well, seems like like that retro future look yeah like it's the future at, that we thought was going to happen in 1982 you yeah know? well they're getting away from that they're doing a lot of um they're doing i'm going to pull up a picture for you but they're getting i mean they're doing all that all that you know those new renovations and stuff there now so yeah and we don't know what that's going to look I'm like i'm showing shannon a picture and i'll i'll put a link to this in the show notes if in case anybody wants to see it just a rendering of what they that's kind of what i imagine yeah um it yeah. looks almost like an underwater. Re- it looks like the the underwater restaurant in at least because that's got that blue lighting on everybody. You know the underwater restaurant over at the, the Living Seas, the Seas with Nemo and Friends. There's a restaurant down there where you can oh sit I, and eat while the you know fish are right out your window. I don't think I ever knew there was a restaurant in there. I've seen people scuba dive down there and like wave at the people. Oh really? Yeah. Unless I'm thinking of the one at, at SeaWorld. I know there's a restaurant in the Shark Tank. Huh. Am I mixing up my opinions? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I knew that. Um, that'd be cool. Look I wouldn't. At, I'd like to do that too. That's a kind of a cool, cool shot that nobody can oh, yeah. see that's listening. That's really cool. Basically, what he's showing me is like a round table where people are sitting at a dinner, like a table at a restaurant. Round. And they're looking straight down at Florida. Way There's below a whole, them. like a window, like a fake window, obviously, but it's like it looks like a window looking down at Earth, and you can see Florida. So. I thought that it's a restaurant, and whenever you look at stuff that's opening, there's all kinds of new restaurants and all kinds of new hotels, but nobody gets really too excited about any of that. This one seemed cool enough to mention. Yeah, and that sounds awesome. If you can't I'd like spend to check it out. three grand. And if there is an undersea restaurant in, in the seas one, I kind of want to check that out too. <laughs> I'm, I'm almost positive there is. There has to be. But uh, <laughs> maybe I'm crazy, um, which is entirely possible. 
Uh, so if you don't want to pay, pay blah, 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 I can't speak. Like, what? If you don't want to spend 3000 bucks per night at, or for at the hotel? two nights in the hotel, you've got... You can just go have a dinner you can spend over forty dollars on chicken wings because I'm sure it's not going to be cheap there either. All <laughs> right, uh, forty dollars on chicken wings. Staying at Epcot, mm-hmm. Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, which yes. was supposed to open like the week COVID hit or like a two a week or two out. It was really close. I believe this is completely done. Yeah, and then they. So this is kind of a something I want to talk about. I'm kind of stoked about this. You. For the first time, saw Ratatouille. I, it's the one Pixar movie that avoided me until um, like it, last it week. It avoided you. Alluded <laughs> <laughs> me. Okay. Um, yeah. So you finally watched it last week. We did, and I liked. I it. I mean, I've already I, seen it. I did but... like it. I liked it quite a bit. Um, I like all the Pixar movies except for what's the one? Uh, Cars two. Is there a Cars three? If there not, is. that's not that's not. And um, I didn't really care for Brave too much. But I liked it. I, I don't remember Brave. I know you said I see, saw it, but I need to watch it again. I don't remember. You, it. I know you saw but, it because we were sitting. I remember watching with you, and the fact that you don't remember it tells me that it wasn't great. Yeah. Um. Right. Well, so um, what was I gonna say? Oh, so we were watching Ratatouille, and there's a scene in Ratatouille that, and our daughter was talking to you about it, and you're, she's like, "This is the part that they're gonna make into the ride." There's a scene where he is in the rest in the kitchen where he meets um what's Linguini? Yeah, Linguini. Um so Remy's in the kitchen and and he's like, you know, dashing and like trying to hide and like things keep falling and he almost gets like smushed by a knife or, you know, whatever. I mean, fire oh, and, yeah, and yeah. he's like he almost gets put in an oven, you know, and um so he's like escaping trying to get to this window where he can get out of the kitchen. Um, and that, I guess, is supposed to be the ride. Like you're like a frantic down as yeah. a mouse. And it's, it's a trackless vehicle, very similar to Rise of Resistance and uh, the new Mickey's Runaway Railway. Yeah. You're riding in a big mouse vehicle. and Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. So I'm kind of stoked about it. It was supposed to show, it was supposed to open back in the spring, finally opening this year. Very cool. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> so we're out of the theme parks. Okay. Talk about a couple more things here. Uh, we've I know we've mentioned this on the podcast in the past before, but I think it's kind of gotten delayed, and maybe that we'll see it this year. Over at Icon Park Orlando, the home of the the giant Ferris wheel, mm-hmm. the world's tallest drop tower and the world's tallest slingshot rider being put in over there. Mm. I feel like they're making that into Old Town. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> like a more. You know, if you've never been to Old Town, it's like this. It's funny, like a more modernized version of Old Town. <clears throat> yeah, maybe. Like Old Town is like a a little village that they have in Orlando that it's has, an outdoor mall has some. You know, it, it's basically an outdoor mall, and they have like some crazy like thrill rides, like the slingshot and things that you would see that at typical places they're, like that. They're kind of carnival esque. Yeah, um, and they got a little baby theme park there called uh, Fun Spot. And you, as a kid. You have very fond memories of Old Town. Whenever we went to Florida, when I was like visiting here before I lived here, we would always go to Old Town, and and I never even heard of Old Town until you told me. About I was just kind of maybe it's because you know you're on vacation. It was like yeah, you check different things out. Like if we go, like when I was a kid, if we went to Disney, we went to Disney, we came home. You know, right. I mean that was. There was no like, let's go off to some. I mean, my parents are very different from your parents yeah. too, though. Like they wouldn't go off and, you know, check out some you know old i mean well i guess they would actually like well when i would go this is back in like probably the 90s and it was probably peak old town yeah i know it kind of seen some better days and then they threw some money into refurbishing it we have not been there in a long time but i always kind of had i just i remember going there at night and there was always kind of a fun vibe in the air there was like live music and people you know doing the bungee jumping and old old uh, car shows there and stuff and all these unique unique shops and the five dollar pet five cent Pepsi's and the excuse me bless you, I don't know if anyone heard Shannon was sneezing. Off, I'm sure they off, heard me <laughs> off mic. I can push the little mute button right here. I know I never know which one's mine. Um, <laughs> so I don't know, but anyway, yeah, this is becoming kind of like a more modernized version of, of Old Town Icon Park. The drop tower is gonna be 430 feet high, which is quite a bit taller even than Falcon's Fury at Busch Gardens. And they've got a giant slingshot ride that is going mm. to uh, take over no, thanks. that part of town. Before we get too far away from Remy, because we were mentioning Pixar, yeah, I want to double back and okay. say, if you've not seen Soul yet on Disney+, Plus, oh, it's yeah. phenomenally good. It's awesome. It, we were talking about you know ranking 
Pixar movies, and I said that I wasn't crazy about. I did not like Cars two at all, and Brave was eh. Soul was great. That's I'd put that in top tier. It was so good. Yeah, I. It's kind of a. It's kind of a shame that it's not getting quite the love. I mean, probably lots of people are seeing on a Disney Plus. Yeah, but it's not getting the big theatrical theatrical release that it probably deserved. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, I remember them advertising it last year. Um, when we still thought that movies were a thing. <laughs> movie remember theaters. when movies were a thing? Yeah. So I remember them advertising it and I don't remember being super enthused about it. Like I wasn't like, oh, I got to go see that. You know, like there's some Pixar movies that I get really excited about, but that wasn't one of them. But, um, but obviously if it's on Disney plus, that's easy. You know, we, and we watched it. It was excellent. Like it was great. Really it made great me, movie. I had to like kind of like gather myself when it was over yeah i mean a really great message for the kids you know great message for the, for the parents too you know like live life appreciate your life you know it was it was just don't excellent. worry about the place you didn't get because maybe some people said they, they, like everyone talks about like i you know i'm trying to reach this one goal this goal they spend their and, whole life achieving this goal and they right. don't do it or they do do it and, and well and like the, the the message behind the movie is that the the really amazing beautiful part is the journey right you know and and it's it's it was great i'm getting chills just thinking about it i know you just gave me goosebumps i know my next show (laughs) so 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 yeah go watch it if you haven't very good movie um not a sponsor yeah not a sponsor (laughs) remember we put we were asking for a buck earlier on patreon (laughs) you think we're sponsored by disney (laughs) yeah right um (laughs) all right getting off the theme getting out of rides altogether uh i got a couple more that are sort of Kind of unusual, but they're interesting enough to, for me to include on the list here. Okay. Uh, the Ocean Eco Center in Stewart, Florida. Okay. Uh, the Florida Oceanographic Society is opening a new Ocean Eco Center this year. It's going to be over there in Stewart. Uh, it'll feature interactive. This is sort of a, a we'll say, a, an aquatic museum sort of a situation. An aquatic museum and sort of uh, an aquarium, I guess. Uh, feature interactive eco-educational programs and activities to help visitors understand and protect Florida's coastal ecosystems. Okay. Um, Stuart, as you know, Shannon, is the sailfish capital of the world. I did know um, that. And they're you know how have, I knew that? Because I've mentioned it. Once or twice. I love my capitals of the world. You do. There was another one I just learned about recently. I think Apalachicola is the oyster capital of the world. I think everyone knows that one, right? Does everyone know of that one? Course. Of course. Everybody, they do. Everybody knows that. Um <laughs> <laughs> lagoon bridges well there's a like a thing something called the game fish lagoon i doubt there'll be sailfish in it because it's seven hundred fifty thousand gallons which sounds large but it is large sailfish, but i don't know if it's sailfish large not sailfish large <laughs> there will be sea turtles and other animal ambassadors to visit in the game fish lagoon oh that's cool with little bridges that take you over that so that's and i be. assume they're doing rescues at this place i or? Mo- i don't can't confirm but that seems to be the thing usually whenever there's sea turtles or manatees in a place there are rescues i know all the manatees are rescues i think it's kind of like illegal even to yeah have a manatee in captivity unless it's a rescue even sea world well and you can even if it's a rescue you have to release it's it's a temporary thing like you have to nurse them back to health and then release them yeah um so yeah that's awesome that sounds great and right here well, not right here, but uh, near enough in St. Pete. This is kind of, I don't know, there's definitely, uh, this is kind of cool. It sounds kind of neat. Okay. The OCC Road Museum, uh, Roadhouse and Museum. You know what OCC stands for, Shannon? Um, Orange County Choppers. Remember, you know the show um, American Chopper? The family that builds bikes and it's got that old guy with the Fu Manchu always mm-hmm. yelling at his kids? Yeah. He, his name is Rick Tootle, Tutel, Paul Tutel. Why did I say Rick? Paul Tutel. <laughs> Good old Rick. Rick. There's another show with a Rick on it. Paul Paul Tutel. Maybe you're Tuttle. Paul, of, Tuttle. Paul Tuttle. Paul Tuttle. Maybe I had to look up of, how to pronounce it because I've never even seen the show. Maybe you're thinking of Paul, Pawn Stars. <laughs> That's it. That's what I was thinking of. I was thinking Same. of Rick from Pawn Stars. This is kind of a similar. I put these like yeah. quasi reality shows in the same like lump in my category like, same in category head. in my yeah. head. Paul Tuttle Senior. He's the old guy who's got the meme where he's yelling at his kids. He is partnering with a like a local restaurant group to open up a. American Chopper OCC themed restaurant and museum um, in St. Pete. It's mm. going to be right next to uh, Burt's Barracuda Harley Davidson over in St. Pete. And it's um, this one of a kind. Again, I'm reading their press release. Okay. Uh, this one of a kind destination restaurant will be duck- decked out with a fleet of Paul Sr.'s custom choppers featured on the Hit Discovery Network series. 
American Chopper, along with hundreds of rare items from his vast collection of biker memorabilia, many never before seen by the public. Uh, more than 11,000 square feet of indoor space, the family-friendly OCC Roadhouse will be one of the area's largest full-service restaurants with indoor and outdoor seating and a massive 25,000-square-foot pavilion for concerts, outdoor dining, and billiards and floor games. So, And this is in St. Pete. Yeah. It's funny to me because I know it's Orange County, California. Right. But there's an Orange County in Florida. There too. is, right near there, Orlando. Yeah. So, like, orange, the fact that it's an Orange County thing makes me think it's going to be in Orlando. Right. Orange you know County. What I mean? Right. So, Pinellas County. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. But um, that sounds interesting. I it does, mean, it sound, there's sounds a cool. ton of biker, uh, you know, fans in Florida. You know, we got the Daytona. Um, bike week in, in bike Daytona. Week in Daytona. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, that's probably going to be very successful. I'd check this out. I'm not a biker by any means, but I would. it definitely sounds like no, a fun place to but go. But you like to eat food. I like to eat food. I like live music. I like... <laughs> yeah. I like um, and it's always fun to like look at cool new like vehicles or, you know... I mean, this is going whatever. to be right next to the Harley David. It's, I mean, it's not going to be a biker bar. It's going to be a touristy oh, yeah, I bike get museum it. And, I get it. and big place. So, sounds cool. I, I thought that sounded interesting enough to throw on the list of new stuff. It's supposed to open in May of this year. Now, I got one more thing that's kind of... Are we running long? No, we're fine. Okay. Um, I mean, no longer than normal. <laughs> a couple things have been canceled or pushed back. Sorry. I don't know. This is the bad news episode. Bad news part of the episode. No, we saved the bad. If we save the worst for last. No, no. I'm gonna bring it. I'm gonna bring it down. Then I'm gonna build you back up again. Okay. I've right. got. I've got. We're excited. Uh, Mary Poppins ride at Epcot is womp womp. It has been postponed indefinitely. Okay. Uh, Epcot's doing a whole bunch of updates over there. They're kind of completely rebranding the whole place. Yep. And uh, Mary Poppins apparently has been chopped for budget cuts because they're, you know. COVID has taken a taken a hit hit to everybody. So yep. they had to postpone Mary Hoppins indefinitely. Tron at Magic Kingdom, probably now twenty twenty two. Okay. Supposed to open this year. It's getting pushed back. And Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, that is probably the ride I'm most looking forward to out of anything on this list. Twenty twenty two at Epcot. So You know what? That stinks, but twenty twenty two is gonna be here before It'll you know be here it. soon. You know, I mean if you I can't 2021 it's like John Mulaney has a bit about how he's like 2021 or he's talking about like his mortgage or something and like his mortgage will end in like you know 2042 and he's like that's not a real day it's not (laughs) 2042 that's like something in you know the Jetsons or something and that's how I feel about 2021 I mean it's like it's still 1990s. It is. <laughs> I remember. I remember. Speci- I remember when we were at on New Year's Eve this year. I remember specifically how I spent New Year's Eve 1999. I know exactly where I was. The year of uh, the year of the Y2K, of Y2K was supposed to hit. Yeah, I was at Navy Pier in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Fireworks show. They put two all these buildings you were just had waiting like for everything to out. black out. Well, yeah, we were. Well, by then, like you'd seen what happened in Europe and stuff, and knew that Y two K wasn't really going to happen. Yeah, but there was like this weird feeling, like what happens if, like, as soon as two thousand hits, all the skyline just <laughs> goes down and right, just mass anarchy in the streets. And now that didn't happen. Fireworks happened. Yeah, and then we all everything's you know, fine. Everything was fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Here we are, 20, 21, 21 years later. Gardens of the Galaxy. By that time, the Gar- Gardens of the Galaxy 3 might be getting ready to come out. Um, so that's the stuff. The big one is Mary Poppins is not happening. That's okay. At It'll least not happen. Any, at least not anytime soon. It'll happen. Now, this is probably not going to open in 2021, but it's uh, you know, something new to look forward to. Legoland is undergoing their biggest expansion ever. Legoland Florida is um, expanding... They've got they've added five. They're they basically taken. They're taking over five acres of the parking lot. Oh, okay. And, and they are adding a. They got a big parking lot. They have a really big parking lot. They're adding a big expansion with about six new rides, and it looks like it's likely going to be a Peppa Peppa Pig themed area. Okay. I did Is not know Peppa Pe- Pig owned by Lego. Peppa Pig, it's not owned by Lego, but they have a couple of other parks. They've got a theme park called... No, Merlin. Merlin is the company that owns Legoland and they own Icon 360. Okay. They have a couple of other theme parks. They've got something called Gardaland in Italy and Haida Park in Germany. Both of those have Peppa Pig lands. Okay. 
And there's some little... Peppa Pig's huge from what I hear. Is it? Because I just know the name. I don't know anything about Peppa Pig. It's outside of our demographic. It's not my demo. Yeah. We are not the demographic, nor nor are our kids. But um, I have friends who have kids in the demographic, and they love Peppa Pig. Well, they'll be excited to know that there is going to be a... What looks to be a Peppa Pig. It's hard to say without like... Yeah, you want to say Pepper. Pepper Pig, right. Yeah, but it's Which not, sounds delicious, it's... actually. Um... <laughs> Like bacon? <laughs> <laughs> peppered pig. The peppered pig sounds like a barbecue place. Yeah, like the polite pig. The polite pig. Don't call your mother that. Um, <laughs> That's a line from, just for the record, yeah, Funnel Vision. Funnel Vision. <laughs> uh, which is a YouTube channel the kids haven't watched in a while. Yeah. Uh, looks like it's going to have a train ride, a small boat ride, a kid's balloon ride. Not like real hot air balloons, but you know, like the fake balloons you go up and down in the air in. Like mm-hmm. in a circle. Yeah. A kitty coaster and a splash pad area. It probably won't open by the end of this year, but it is going to be the breaking ground and we're going to be working on it this year. Well, that was a lot of things. That was a lot of stuff. That was a long list. So Legoland, a lot of words. Legoland <laughs> Peppa Pig fans, your time has come. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like if all those things happen in 2021, it sounds like it's going to be a great year. I hope so. But again... Here is the disclaimer. <laughs> we don't know that all these things will happen. That is, it's just where we are right now. Some so. of these I'm confident. I think anything that was supposed to open last year is going to open this year. I, I think, hope so. I'm feeling real strong about Velocicoaster. Um, Iron Gwazi. Iron Gwazi, Ratatouille, and what's the other one on there? Icebreaker and Iron, Iron Gwazi you just said, and Icebreaker, because those were supposed to open last year. They're not going to hold on to those for a whole other year. Yeah, that's you're probably right. I mean, um, they got to they gotta open up. And, I mean, things hopefully are going to, you know, once the vaccine gets more widespread, yep. hopefully things will start becoming more normal. A friend so. of mine um, just got it, like, yesterday. Oh, Somebody really? who I know, and he's, like, my age. He's not, like, you know. Oh, like, yeah, he's not he maybe his first responder Possibly, or yeah, possibly. But, um, yeah, my parents have gotten their first one. Your parents are scheduled for their first one on Friday, so good stuff. Hope that happens. Yeah. Uh, I would, do, would not expect, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if this Galactic Star Cruiser was held off on opening. Yeah, I can see that. And the restaurant at Epcot, two tw- Space 220. Restaurants well, in general are only, opening restaurants right now yeah. is... Probably not a great idea. Maybe because they're small and they don't want to open without the full experience. Or maybe, maybe they want to consider it a soft open and they'll open it to fewer people. I don't know. Anyway, that was our, that's a 221 preview, 2021 preview. 2021. I'm going to ask you, which of these are you the most excited to, to check out? Um, I'm personally going to go with, man... Both both the Velocicoaster and Iron Gwazi sound great because they are like big, you know, massive roller coasters. Mm-hmm. Something about, I mean, I'm not even going to put the, star, the hotel no in object, there. If money I would say the hotel. Yeah. But money is always but money an is definitely an object. Yes. I'm, you know, I know I'm going to, I'm going to hand you my man card right here. Peppa Pig? Peppa Pig. <laughs> I can't wait to ride the splash, to go on the splash pad. No. The Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, because the those uh you know driverless vehicle yeah. rides that Disney's done so far yeah have been huge smash hits. They're great. Yeah, obviously Rise of the Resistance, and I thought um, Mickey's Runaway Railway was really great good too. too. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah, it was yeah. So I think this is going to be really really good because roller coasters. I love roller coasters, but at the end of the day. The ride that's just like super unique and takes you on a cool experience yeah. and more like rides back in the countries at, at Epcot is always a, a good thing. Yeah, I can see that. I think that um, I think that that space restaurant would be really cool. Um, space 220. 220 yeah. is supposed to be the miles above Earth you are in case you're wondering what that number meant. 220 miles above Earth. Yeah. That's cool. Um, yeah, that one sounds really cool. I, Ratatouille and... Honestly, Velocicoaster, I think, sounds really neat. So those are probably my top three. And and then probably the one that I'm really looking forward to is that Gardens of the Galaxy ride. That's going to be great. Yeah, well, that's going to be another, another year, year away. or so. All right. Well, this was fun. Thanks for putting together the list. All Especially, right. I love it when I don't have to do anything and we have a whole... Oh, you contributed. Oh, thanks. I appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll talk to you guys uh, soon. Next week. All See right, ya. Bye-bye. Bye.
Thanks for listening. And if you like this podcast, please support us by giving us a review on Apple Podcasts and sharing us with your friends and family. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Our handle is at Florida Podcast and search Sunshine State of Mind on YouTube. Another way to support the show is by visiting our website, sunshinestatepodcast.com and clicking through the button that says support the show with Amazon. If you click through that link and just make your normal purchases, Amazon gives a commission to the show at no cost to you. Or click the link that says become a patron. It's a more direct way that you can support the show. And don't forget to check out sunshinestateinsider.com and sunshinestateshirts.com. We will see you guys next time.